Hi and welcome to the first episode of Running Partners with me, Paul. I'm Alison. And so today we're going to start with a topic um, that hopefully a lot of people will be interested in and that's marathons. Um, so we've got a few different aspects we're going to talk about in relation to marathons. Uh, but before that, we're just going to say a little bit about our backgrounds in terms of running, but also how we've been doing with running this week. Um, so I'm going to kick off. So so I'm a 44-year-old. I'm self-employed, which is uh, quite helpful for running because it gives me plenty of time to fit runs in around work when I want to. Um, I've probably been running for about, 20 years I would say but probably the first five years was 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 sort of 10 minutes on a treadmill at the gym um I thought that's kind of what running was I was always been quite sporty so played played football quite a lot cricket one or two other sports but running I always felt was a bit of a chore and I was sort of doing my 10 minutes on the treadmill um as a way to to try and keep fit and say that I was a bit of a runner and uh, I kind of vividly remember one day that I was just on, on the treadmill, probably watching a football match on the TV or something like that in the gym. I just thought, oh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll see if I can go a bit further than 10 minutes. I remember it kind of went up to 15 minutes and then 16 and 17. And the weird sensation that I remember was that I, um, I actually started enjoying it, which, which was bizarre. And I suppose... That was the first time I thought, oh, actually, running isn't just about kind of chalking off at 10 minutes on a treadmill. You can actually enjoy it. And then probably from there, it was when I decided to start going outside and, and exploring a little bit and, and entering one or two races. Um, and I guess since then, I've just kind of gone on and on and, and I've done races from, uh, you know, park runs and 10Ks all the way up to ultras up to a, 110 miles. Uh, well, a bit longer than that, but that was mainly because um, mainly because I got lost. Uh, and I guess where where I am now, so I run most days, probably five or six days a week. I don't. It, it's strange. I don't really think of myself as a runner, or that's probably probably what I am. And um, and so generally, I've goal races each year. So uh, my my big target at the moment is the marathon and and trying to get under that sort of magic sub. Uh, sub three but I'm sure we'll come on to talk a bit more about that when we talk about the the marathon a bit later on and and also in future episodes so um so that's probably all I want to say about about myself so um over to you Alison yeah so um I'm similar really I've I've been running for about 11 years I, I had to think back to to when I first started and um although I did a bit of exercise before that I was going to the gym and maybe doing a bit of swimming and things like that and did a bit of sport at school I never really enjoyed running but about 11 years ago after um had my second of three babies um I put a bit of baby weight on and decided that I needed to kind of get it off somehow and um I just decided to go outside running rather than being at the gym so um off I went and uh I really enjoyed it and I just kind of went from there so initially it was about getting the weight off and that kind of dropped off because I was doing a lot more activity than I'd done before um it was a way to kind of get a bit of headspace out of the house um when you've got young children around all the time and you've been in on your own with them all day so that was that was nice to get out and about um and I soon found that I was kind of getting a bit quicker and that 
sort of spurred me on to see how fast I could go. I always thought I'm just a bit of a plodder, a bit of a jogger and um, I couldn't really do much. So that's kind of spurred me on and I went from there and then um, I decided to enter a few races and things like that. Nothing nothing too major to begin with, a 10k and then went to park run and, and kind of built up from there and just um, kind of went from strength to strength. Um, so from that point, um, I joined a running club. I joined um, Smiley Paces Running Club in Sheffield, which was great, um, which is a women's only running club. And I'm still a member of that club now and I've been a member for years. Um, and from there, I was encouraged to think about the marathon, really. Um, and um, someone said to me, oh, I bet you could get a good for age time. And it had never really occurred to me before. And I didn't really know what it was. And um, so that's kind of how I, I started training for my first marathon in York. Um, and that was, I think it was in 2016 or 17, maybe 16. Um, and uh, that's kind of where my marathon uh, training started. So um, since then, I've done some longer races, a couple of ultra races. Um, and yeah, at the moment, I'm just... Um, thinking about marathons in the spring as well um my last marathon um I did a good for age time so I'm hoping to get into London um for the spring so that's really me and my running great stuff thank you Alison and then so so how's your running let's bring it forward to this last week then and um how's your running been going this week and what what have you been up to? What sort of uh, distances, paces and that sort of thing? And um, I think we're going to talk a bit about paces and distances because it's kind of interesting, hopefully, for, for for people to hear what we're doing in relation to the kind of targets we've got. So how's things been for you in this, the last week? Well, um, as you know, Paul, I've had a bit of an injury. Well, I, co- I call it an injury, but I'm not sure what the definition is. But I've got sciatica. Um so since my last marathon in April, I've not been running as much, but um, I've kind of come to the the conclusion that I need to crack on really. And, and the physios and, and the doctors have, have said that that's okay to crack on. So um, I, I've i got a race booked in in about probably about eight weeks now. So I've started training for that. It's Percy Pud 10K. So this week's been the first week of so back to training so I haven't really done any speed work all over the summer um so that's what I've been introducing again this week so um I did go to the track session with um our running club this week um that was on Tuesday um that was quite good fun it was the last session of the sort of summer track um series so we do a time trial at the last session and it was a 3k time trial and um the last one we did was in March and I was 26 seconds slower so I was a bit gutted but that's because um I've been not doing any speed work all over the summer so it's a it's a target really so that's what I did on Tuesday did some easy runs this week um and then um I've been for a long run today with a bit of speed work in the middle so easy um warm-up bit of speed work um quite a long cool down so that's kind of what I've been doing this week what about you well I'll 
just before I talk about me, what was your actual time then for your three Ks that you did at the time trial? Um, or do you need to look that up while I? I t- probably need to look that up. I can't okay, remember. no, it's kind of just interested. So you said it was twenty six seconds slower. So I was just kind of interested in what the time was this in uh, last week versus what you did kind of six months ago. So maybe we'll come back to that yeah. in a second while you furiously scroll onto Strava. Um, yeah, so for me, uh, so so I've run every day this week so far, so five runs this week, uh, three sort of easy runs, which typically for me are around about an hour, anything around kind of anything between eight and nine minute mile pace, depending on how I feel. Um, and I try and focus on t- time rather than distance or pace. So I just try and run easy for an hour. And I guess I know that I, that's probably keeping me ticking over, keeping my fitness in, in good check and hopefully keeping a bit of energy back for for some efforts and some speed sessions um i did a kind of workout on tuesday which was a which was an hour which was a 20 minute warm up 20 minutes which was a, aiming at um around about sort of a, a 10k pace i guess which approximately sort of 6 minute miles something like that i did and a 20 minute cool down that felt quite tough and then and then today, uh, kind of longer sort of workout, a bit slower. So a 30-minute warm-up, 30 minutes at round about, just a bit slower than sort of marathon pace, around about seven-minute mile pace, and then a 30-minute cool-down. So um, I, uh, the next race for me is in a couple of, uh, about eight weeks' time, a, a half marathon in Clown. But my bigger target's Boston Marathon next year. And... Uh, before everyone gets all excited, it's Boston in Lincolnshire, not not Boston in uh, in America. So um, so uh, so that's my target. So I'm trying to build. I've got seven, six, seven months to train for that, and uh, my my ultimate target is to try and get under three hours, which I've never achieved uh, yet. Uh, so I'm I'm still striving for that. So I guess I'm just trying to start building up the speed back to that um have you found the time that you achieved on tuesday i found it on strava um Ooh. it was 13 11 so Fantastic. i think last time i did it in 12 40 something so um yeah it's not it's not too bad considering i haven't done much speed With your work and yeah i've had these problems so yeah something to build towards brilliant um, and then cross-country season's also coming up. We just thought we'd give that a quick mention. I think you're going to enter the cross-country racing series that's coming up. Yeah, I'm sure lots so. of people will do. I, I did a bit last season. I'm not sure this season if I will or not. I think cross-country is, a, it is obviously, it's tough. The terrain's tough. but it's a, And often hilly, kind of muddy courses. But it is a way of really forcing you to get some, some real... Uh, um, tough workouts in usually at speed and effort um and it, they're kind of quite fun events whenever in charges off down a field and uh, in all the spikes and you're there in your trail shoes trying to stay upright so so that's all good fun and it just reminded me of um my first experience of doing cross country was at school and i cheated so um the times have changed a little bit since then i remember what school did was start putting teachers out on the course to make sure people actually covered covered the whole whole course so a bit like marshals in a race so uh, hopefully none of that will be going on in the cross-country racing season uh this year 
for school children only that do that sort of thing. Uh, Okie doke. So, um, so hopefully that our little sort of running summary of what we've been up to this week gives you a bit of a flavour of where we're at, and we'll cover that every week. Um, and clearly, as we're working towards races, we'll give you a sense of some of the workouts and training we're doing to help us achieve our goals with those races. And again, that might be useful to to some people who are. Um, we're also uh, looking at races and, and that sort of thing. Okay, so as Paul said, we're going to talk about marathons this week. Um, and as we all know, it's the autumn marathon season and quite a lot of people we know and um, people you'll know, I'm sure, are, are doing marathons coming up. So um, as a couple of weeks ago, I was watching Berlin Marathon, so that was uh, amazing to watch that. So... Again, Kipchoge did his stuff and won um, no world record for him, but the women's world record was broken. So that was amazing to to watch that. Um, managed to get a feed on YouTube to to watch that. And uh, Charlotte Perdue did a, an amazing time as well. So she became the, um, I think, the second fastest ever um, marathon time for women in for GB. So that was amazing. Um, so just on that did you see the uh, the the when um Asifa won the race the 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 women's race did you see with the sh- what she did with the shoes at the end of the race oh she sort of picked it up and kissed it i think held it in midair yeah so clearly she was giving some credit to the uh, 400 pound shoes that helped to get that world record yeah. time it was probably more her legs though wasn't it <laughs> Machines. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure I, I'm gonna be uh, breaking world records if I buy some 400 pound shoes, but maybe it's worth a go. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, there might Sorry. be some uh, 400 pound shoes at, at uh, York or Chester or yep. New York that are coming up. So we've got a few friends that are doing those. Uh, I've got a friend that's doing New York Marathon in in November. So um yeah really keen to see how people do obviously we're not we're not doing marathons this season but um we are doing um marathons in spring so um i think people generally kind of get spurred on by watching people do autumn marathons and then they're they're kind of planning their spring marathon so uh that's what we're gonna be talking about now so paul do you want to start yeah it's, it's, it's funny with a marathon it's kind of a i would imagine anyone who's run a bit and and spent some time running and becomes known oh you like running and you're a bit of a runner a question that often will get asked is oh well, are you ever going to do a marathon would you do a marathon um and i guess it's kind of the uh distance that is perceived as a bit of a pinnacle of, of running for 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 many people um both the people who have done marathons and enjoy them and people who ha- who haven't and aspire to and just people who may be interested in running but got no desire to run a, a marathon themselves. It always seems to be levelled at people, oh, would you like to run a marathon? And I, and I guess it's probably a question that then you kind of mull over in your own mind. And I suppose it, in my experience, I I it was something I probably would never have thought of, not, you know, 15 years ago or anything like that, even when I was started running 5, 10K, you know, maybe 15, 20 miles a week. And 
and it was uh, the 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 first marathon I did was in 2016 in York and with a few friends and we'd all said we'd do it together and we did some training together and in the end there was four of us and only three of us did did the race and then um and you know it, we had kind of mixed results but it was a, a kind of incredible experience and I suppose one that uh at the end of it it's that combination of emotions where like mixed between immediately well I've done that never done it I'll never do it again I've done a marathon well done me and everyone you know all people are pleased and you're all kind of reveling in the glory of it to then you know a day or so later you start thinking oh I wonder could I I wonder if I could do a bit better could I could I improve on it what could I do differently and then that kind of grips you and you start thinking about the next one so so I think for me the 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 this sounds a, a bit of an obvious statement, but the key thing for a marathon, if you, if is to just get enter one and not and so and give yourself enough time to uh, in in the future to have a race that you think you can target, that you think you can enjoy. Give yourself some time to train for, build up to. So that might be six months, it might be a year. So you might be sat today thinking about marathons and might think oh i'll go for one of the autumn marathons as i mentioned york or uh, chester next year and that gives you a year then to really build up but the key is entering it once you're in you've kind of made that commitment and you've got that personal accountability right i'm in this race and i'm gonna and, I, and i'm really gonna commit to going for it and i found in my experience unless you make that step of going onto the website, booking the place. It's kind of always in your mind. Once you've done it, it's there then and you're committed and you can talk about it and be kind of proud that that's what you're going to work towards. So um, so for me, yeah, it's that, that first bit, taking the plunge. And, you know, what's your kind of thoughts, Alison, about marathons? You know, so you've, you're in the race, you've entered. What, you know, what for you, what's, what, what's key to sort of enjoying it, I suppose? Well, I think the key point for me, as I've found, I've done five marathons five road marathons so far is that you kind of you need to be fit on the start line otherwise you kind of you know just you just don't enjoy it so I know I've heard this a few times that the marathon's kind of like the victory lap so you need to it's all in the training really so if you haven't done the training you're not going to enjoy it on the day and to be honest, I have always done the training, but um, I've not always executed it well on the day and then you get yourself into a real pickle. So um, I think it depends how fit you are to begin with, how much time you need to start off in advance. So um, I think you need kind of at least a six month of kind of base training. If you've never run outside before, you know, you need to run in, I think, probably six months would do it before you start say a 16 week training plan um I mean you, you can just start off with a 16 week training plan it depends what your goals are really so I mean what are your thoughts on on that training plans or not yeah so mixed probably so I first couple of marathons I did I'd never I didn't have a training plan except my sort of goal was to try and run as much as possible which probably um I guess there's risk to that. You might get injured. You might get burnt out. I mean, I I was, uh, I I was kind of run commuting to work at the time. This was um, about seven seven years ago. So I was kind of fitting in 
several miles a day to and from work and then and then um a run in the evening maybe once a week and then a long run at the weekend and i found i'm kind of quickly racking up like 50 miles a week doing that so so i guess i was doing the volume that you might expect in a training plan but not particularly structured the one thing that i did do that was quite helpful of i realized after the time i think was helpful was that I did a bit of park run and I used to do and it's like it's quite a common thing now people do it so I'd, I'd perhaps do three or four miles running get to park run and I'd do the three or four miles kind of e- easy and um, the local park run to me it was it's kind of a few miles could make a downhill run to the start so that was quite nice just loosen up kind of take it quite easy get to the start then just go for it in in the way that lots of people do at part run you know just try and do my my best i could over the over the uh, 5k and then i might do another sort of 10 miles after again it just did whatever pace i felt like easy pace and i found that kind of was a good way of making sure i was doing something that was a bit quick but also getting in a long run um so so i saying it wasn't structured it sort of was in a way but I wasn't following any particular plan and I guess more recently in the last couple of years when I've really trying to target a marathon time and I've managed to kind of get three hours five so just over three hours as as, as my my best time I followed a much more structured training plan um along the lines of 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 the bit of the update I gave at the start uh, about the training I've been doing this week and um I that has helped me improve my my kind of times at other distances have improved because of that so quicker at half marathon quicker at 10k 5k um not yet got the results at marathons but that's probably as much to do with um executing the race on the day as the as the training so i think it's a real it's a balancing act i think but you've got to do the running so i agree with that i think probably following a structure plan probably is advantageous but doesn't work for everyone because not everyone is able to stick to a plan in the way you are yeah yeah well I do what like do you a think? plan yeah um well I think that's kind of like you say it's it's not for everyone and I think it's more a personality thing for me but um also you know a plan would give me sort of that accountability so I do like to sort of tick off the runs um in the past I've used a training plan just taken from the internet so something that everyone can just get hold of and I know a lot of people use the same sort of plans um that they've got from runners world and things like that um so they generally structured around a long run and then some speed work and that sort of thing sometimes hills so I've tended to stick to that sort of structure but um I have mixed it up a couple of times um to add in some other stuff so um and help from so we're, we're both members of a running club Hillsborough Rivling Running Club to just give them a, a bit of a, a name check and um one of the coaches there Dave Palmer he's set up groups so I've used the plan and kind of used some of his advice and gone on long runs with um the groups there and um that's been helpful as well so in the plans that I've used in the past, um, things like hills weren't really included, but I have done hills sometimes. I'm not, having only done five marathons, I think that I'm still in a stage of 
kind of experimenting with with different plans but yeah I think going back to your point that having that accountability of having a plan there and ticking things off really works for me um part of my my work I'm a psychologist by background uh, I've worked on behavior change and I know that kind of forming habits and routines are really important to behavior change and I think from 11 years ago not being a run runner to being a runner now over the years I'm definitely my behavior's changed and it's part of that routine um and keeping keeping the plan um in mind and it, it's kind of in my head now after all these years so um so I would definitely go for for a plan myself what do you think yeah probably I mean what do you what I think like time's a big factor isn't it so plans are quite prescriptive aren't they so it'll often have say probably at least five runs a week or something like that in a marathon training plan regardless Mm. of the time you're trying to achieve whether it's you know sub five hours four hours three hours whatever you know the whole spectrum there'll be a volume do you what you know what are plans adaptable so what if you say i can only really go running like three times a week and stuff do you feel plans are sort of you could find something that would work for you or would you take a plan and sort of chop and change it to fit? Yeah, I think you you can chop and change it to fit, but I think it depends on what your goals are. So my goals have been, you know, my initial goal was getting a good for age time in that marathon and I've just, I'm kind of competitive with myself, so I've always wanted to improve my own times. Other people, you know, I know lots of my friends aren't, bothered about that they they enjoy running they want to go running with their friends they want to do a marathon with their friends and I think you can do that on you know relatively few runs a week so as long as you're doing a long run I think you're okay um if you are going for a time I think that from my perspective having a training plan and it being prescriptive actually is a benefit if you've got a busy life because you know for that week what you've got to do so you can look at your diary at work Mm. or whatever and you can think right I've got to do an hour at this point and you can maybe you know if you if you've got a flexible enough job you could do it at lunchtime and um or you you know that you've got to go after bedtime with the kids or you know if you're playing football I've got to be back by the time you're going out to football and things like that. So I think for me, it's actually, it helps with that if you're Mm. under time constraints. Mm. I'd agree with that. I think you mentioned something there, which I think is really important. It's about enjoyment. So you've, I guess, whatever you do, you pick a plan, you don't, you target a time, you don't. It's the, what you've got to remember with these things is, and it can sometimes be easy to forget when you're in the middle of a train run, it's really hard, you're trying to do a pace, you, you're struggling to do it, it's raining, it's cold, it's dark. You, you've got to kind of remind yourself that this is your sort of, le- this is your, your, you know, you paid up leisure time, you've, uh, you've, 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 you work hard, you spend, you know, spend your time with your with with your kids and then you get an hour or so to, an hour or two to yourself you think oh I'm what I, I'm going to enjoy myself and I want to enjoy it by uh, doing something I enjoy which is running and you enter in a race you know you're paying your own money to do the race and you're spending your own time to train for it so you whatever 
however you go about it, you've got to make sure that you're getting some enjoyment out of it. If it becomes a, a major chore, something that you not, you know you dread, you're not looking forward to in terms of the training, um, you know, you've got to find ways to make it enjoyable. And I think you know that's a key thing to remember. And a, a training plan can really help with that actually, because it gives that structure and a target and a focus. So. Um, so a couple, a couple of things there. One thing I just wanted to mention was p- about picking a race and the course. I was saying you've got to enter, take the plunge and enter. But there is something about picking a race. Um, and again, this probably comes back to what you're looking to get out of it. So is it you want a dead flat course or, you know, a downhill course because you target in a time? Or is it that you want to really kind of experience the enjoyment of, of the positivity of a marathon? So you want to go somewhere you know, where you know there's going to be a large volume of runners and big crowds, London Marathon, Manchester, these sorts of places. Um, you know, and I, I I, did Leeds Marathon, which was the first one this year, and I targeted a time, and it kind of all went wrong, and and um, the the course had a big hill in it, and I didn't really prepare for that, and, and then I got all down on myself in the race, and that was a big kind of learning point for me in that, you know, you got to balance. You're thinking you want to target a time. You got to think about the course, and it actually is that time achievable in that course. And then have have kind of B and C goals. So if if your A goal about a particular time doesn't become achievable, what is it after that? Is it you know, well, I think I can do it within a, a next time, or is it that? Well, I'm going to really enjoy myself and make the most of talking to all the runners and enjoying the crowds, or, or you know. Or is it, I really look forward to seeing my family at the end, regardless of what time I've done. So it's thinking about these different ways that if what you're set out to achieve doesn't become possible, you've got other ways of sort of making sure that it's an enjoyable experience. Yeah, so um, we've covered quite a bit about training plans there and um, a few other bits and bobs about marathon, but there's there's plenty more to say, really. But um, I think that's kind of a good starting point. Thinking about picking a race... Um, what you want to achieve from it, thinking about whether you want a training plan or not um, and what sort of training plan you need, how it's going to fit into your life and that sort of thing. So I think um, we've probably waffled on enough about the marathon for one day. So um, I'm sure we'll cover some of those other aspects. So there's, you know, stuff about how you fuel for the marathon and how you practice doing that in in your, your lead up to the marathon um and that sort of thing and your pacing and different types of runs we've touched on uh but we can go into more detail on them in in future future episodes so i think uh that's pretty much it for today isn't it well yeah i think so thanks alison so um so yeah just finally good luck to anyone who is running in the next next few weeks in some of the races we've mentioned have a good one and um thanks for listening if you want to connect with us uh, our email address is runningpartners at outlook.com. And so if you want to send us any comments, any feedback on, on today's episode, or if you've got any topics related to marathons or anything else running that you w- would like us to discuss, please let us know. And we will be back uh, every week with a new episode. So bye for now. Bye. Thanks for listening to Running Partners. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please leave us a rating or review, tell your friends and help us build the Running Partners community. 
You can email us at runningpartners@outlook.com with any comments, questions, feedback or topics you want us to discuss on future episodes. You can find us on Instagram at 26.2 and Gris Running and we're also on Strava and all the links are in the show notes. See you soon for the next episode of Running Partners.